superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I know you're going to love this, Chris. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Robert Sala speaking about Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron says he wants to play, he's going to play. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. So painful to watch and makes it even more painful to think that Rodgers could actually return. And if that happens, the Jets could be done because they can't score touchdown. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up, Chiefs defensive end, Chris Jones. Actor, director, and comedian, Bill Burr. Author, Don Misher. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That is correct. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show live on the Roku channel. We welcome anybody who's watching us live on every Roku device known to man. We say hello to our terrestrial radio audience, Sirius XM Odyssey, and more, and we are thrilled to kick off hour number two with the man who's sitting here to my right, his film, Old Dads, the most watched film worldwide on Netflix for the first two weeks that it was out, available on Netflix, which is available on Roku right now, and Leo, the animated musical comedy uh, with him and Adam Sandler will be available for streaming next Tuesday in time for Thanksgiving, the great Bill Burr. Good to see you, Bill. How How's you? it going? Good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. It's, how is Madison Square Garden? Uh, it was amazing. It yeah. was amazing. And um, I did it with Dean Del Rey, uh, uh, Josh Adam Myers, and Leah Sampson. And then uh, my special guest yes. was Andrew Dice Clay, oh. which oh. I thought was perfect at oh. the garden until he went up and started <laughs> murdering. And I was just like, why did I just do this to myself? <laughs> like, this could have been an easy thing. And he was wow. just, oh, yeah. I like, his so- foot has not come off the gas pedal at all. And he was just leveling the place. Of course. And I was, yeah, I was, I was doing like, that was 10 minutes, right? Ten, no, he's only been on for three. <laughs> uh, like, pacing back and forth. But um, He must have blowtorched the place. Yeah, I mean, that's his house. I, I, I once saw him. You want to talk about complete ground zero. Uh, I'm from Staten Island. I saw him at Grandpa Al Lewis's Comedy Club in oh Staten Island oh my once God. upon a time. In that little strip mall. There's little. I'm telling you, Bill, it was, I'll never forget it. He came out, you know, to whip and post. Is that, is that his, still his song when he comes out or no? I don't Did know. Do what, I was hiding in the bowels of, <laughs> of, of the arena. <laughs> I was just hearing it sounded oh like a my. jet was landing. I was like, why did I do? Why can't you just have an easy night? But wow. um, yeah, he, I love him and he's a great guy. And he uh, gave me this amazing intro and he gave me a big bear hug as I went on stage. So fantastic. if you told the, you know, the 23 year old me when I started out. Yeah, this business that that was going to happen, like I probably would have fainted. I bet. Yeah, I bet you with the the, the Knicks uh, two lonely banners hanging there in yeah. the in the, uh, yeah. in the arena. <laughs> Come on, man! Why are you, you going to kick those people? Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Why are you going to kick them when they're down? I, I, Good I'm, lord! I'm a Nick fan, and I'm uh, you know. You know I'm, Shout out to Spike Lee for sticking with the team, unlike I, most of those people in Brooklyn. <laughs> Blows my mind how you could just like that'd be like if a new basketball team moved to Boston. All of a sudden, yeah. like oh, well, they're on the South Shore. <laughs> <laughs> the Randolph Rickenbackers. Hey, I'm gonna. That's <laughs> just like, what did I just invest all this time for? And they have all of this heartache invested in the Knicks. Yeah. yeah. So when they finally win it, they they don't get to release it because they left. Yeah. They walked. Right. That they went happen. with the trophy wife that never won anything. The Brooklyn Knicks. Some Botox lady from from Malibu comes into town, you know, with her red bottom shoes on, and they all jump ship. Don't understand. It. I know, and they had Durant and everybody there too at the time. So, how many teams does New York need to win a championship? Thank God, for, <laughs> thank God for the Yankees. The Yankees literally hold that team and, and, and the Giants. They the hold Giants. The, the whole city up. Yeah, everything else. Yeah, is just like it's they're a train carrying, wreck. They're carrying the load for the Jets. 
carrying the load for the Nets. Oh, the, the Rangers Nets, once. They have so many one. teams, three of them rhyme with each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, all right, so what do you think of uh, what's happening with the Patriots and Belichick? And that whole Cincinnati? conversation about him, they're going to fire him, mm-hmm. is just scuttlebutt that was in- invented by the local radio where they were just like, it's just a time. To talk about, in other words, the phone lines aren't lit up, and then it just catches fire, and everybody's talking about this. You know mm-hmm. what nobody's talking about? Who are you going to replace him with? The guy just coached a team mm-hmm. for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. They were the team of the decade, two decades in a row. Nobody has ever done that. Right. The second there's a little rough water for two seasons, it's like he has to go. Mm-hmm. He has to go. The whole league ripped off what he did. The whole league has studied him. Mm -hmm. He's the modern-day Paul Brown. Paul Brown's the only other guy that was that – Paul Brown was successful 40s, 50s, and into the 60s before he went upstairs and everything. So, like, um, most Pats fans I know are still basking in the glow. If you can remember back to what we were before Mm -hmm. he came there. Yeah. I mean, it was was horrible. I was standing in front of uh, a bunch of guys (laughs) on the passport control line leaving Germany. The mm-hmm. day after they just lost the Colts. Uh-huh. And there were these three guys who sounded like straight out of Goodwill Hunting, just talking about, we used to be so dominant. We used to be so dominant for 20 years. We were dominant. Now, like the, the line that one of them you know said, what, they should have paid us to come over here and watch this game, is what he yeah, said. You know what it is? It's spoiled brats. Mm-hmm. Just they came of age when, you know, we were just going to go to the AFC championship game every other year. <laughs> We've been going to go to nine Super Bowls and win six. Like, nobody's done that, especially in the modern era right. with 32 teams. You could do it back in the 23 skidoo, yeah. you know, when guys like you and I could make the team. You know, there's always that one team that goes on a run when it was, like, all white guys. Yeah. And, like, during the offseason, they were, like, doing construction. Yeah, anybody could, you know, people could go on a run, you on know. On the Canton P- Patroons yeah. or whatever. <laughs> against the leather helmets. Yes, against yeah. the uh, the Bulldogs or whatever the heck it was. So, yeah. um yeah, I, I am a diehard Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. I think this is way too early, way too early to even remotely think about. And, like, that's another thing, too. Who are you replacing him with? Chris, you want to chime who, in here, who, Mr. Who is New the, England? Who is the guy? There? No, Gerard Mayo well, is Gerard, apparently Gerard on Mayo, there. But Also, a lot of rumors of, like, maybe trading for Mike Brabel. But a lot of rumors from who? From the same people starting the conversation about Exactly. It's, it's all BS. <laughs> right. It's all BS. This is all because there's 24 hours of sports yep. media. You just have to, like, come up with some stuff. I mean, like, I, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it's like, okay, we're two and seven. We have no offensive line right now for whatever reason. Yeah. Mac Jones is running for his life. You're bringing Zappy. He's running for his life. The play can't develop. Yeah. You're going to have problems. And this is like... This is like why marriages don't work out. The second there's like rough water, people leave. And then what do they do? Do they stay single? They get married again. You're signing up for the same ride. So what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of Bill Belichick and you're going to bring some guy in with no rings. That's correct. Now, but it's somebody new. You want to chime in? You're the guy who wants him out, right? Don't that's you want not, that's Belichick? Not don't put that on me. Don't you backpedal. Don't you backpedal on <laughs> me this early in the morning. Seriously. Look, he's got nothing. He's just standing there trying you, to come up with an angle. No, You're seriously. one of those guys. No, no, no. no. I think, look, it's, it's like a born like with a golden spoon 25 years in your is, mouth. 25 years is a long time to do anything, right? No. 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 It's like a third of your life. That's a long time to do anything. Right. Okay. Like what? Give me some examples. Be You're a, already being vague. Be a head coach of a football team. He's 72 years old. So what? What, you, what Okay, you, so all you're saying is, like, I think he's done it long enough. Like, when are you tired of winning championships? He well, won his last well, one. He was like Bill, 69. There are, there are five-year-olds in New England right now that don't know what it's like to win. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. He just, that capitulation was all I was looking for. No, no, I know that's what you are. But you, you, you have a problem with Bills. I would say it would be, he's been terrible. His, in the, he's been terrible put, as a GM the last, like, decade. He's really only hit on a handful of guys. Last decade when he won three Super Bowls? Yes, but he wasn't drafting well. He was mortgaging the future to win right now, which is what you want. We want, and we won. Because of Brady. So what is the problem? Because of Brady. The problem is. Because of Brady. Now it's because of Brady. When they won the first three, it was Brady's assistant. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brady was a system (laughs) quarterback that you could plug anybody in. Who said that? Everybody. When we won the first three, 
It was like, you know, if I had, after Brady had three rings and people were still going, you know, but if I had to build a team around a guy, wait a second, if I had to build a team around a guy, I got to go with Peyton Manning. That's what they said. Then they win three more. Who's they? The sports media. People. The same people are kicking Bill out. Well, you're, you're. No, 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 no. (laughs) We're, We're staying with the point that you just made. You just said because of Tom Brady. It isn't. It's because of both of them. First of all, Tom Brady won six. One of those. I agree that it's both okay. Of them. That Eagles one, which Bill Belichick never gets credit for, was his genius in preparing his team so they were ready for that play. And everybody comes down on Pete Carroll. That play that whole year either was an incompletion or a touchdown. That was it. It was a total safe play until you ran yeah. into Bill Belichick. The Seahawks Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes. You know, what, you know what I hate about that is that everyone's like, oh well, if they had just given it to Marshawn, you're assuming Marshawn would have scored because they ran the same play on the. Previous play, yes, and Dante Hightower with one arm made the tackle. That's true. Listen, he did a little cute play that should have been an incompletion or a touchdown, but because of Bill Belichick having his team and Malcolm Butler prepared for that moment, Brady does have another ring. That is true. So I mean, it's not just him. It's not just him. It's both of them. It's all of it. And for some reason, people in the sports media, all you guys want to do is just divide and and, and just pull things apart. Like when I read the Boston sports media, when I read these guys, I'm like, are you even a fan of these teams? (laughs) Same thing when I lived in New York. All they were doing, they they ripped apart Eli Manning his whole frigging career. He beat Belichick and and, and Brady twice. Right, right. But, but it's not the media's job to be fans of teams, though. You know that, right? I mean, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not the job to What be, is the job? The job is to, to report speculate what they no, and it, go, sources are telling me. Well, the people that I know close to the team. Like, yeah, right. That's like it. You're, that, are you, you, you're not talking to Robert Kraft. I actually... Um, he did talk to Robert Kraft. Like two days ago, but not about this. That's on your, your sports relationship, because yeah. he knows you have a show. Did he go, hey, don't tell anybody. No, he did not. But by the way... <laughs> no, he's not telling me anything. During the bye week... We're going to, yeah, if we lose. Okay, a little Bailey's, winky dink there. If he there, sticks Bailey Zappian at the end of the game and has He asks you about your family, and he talks about Michigan. That's, and you say, hey, Mr. Kraft, it was great to see you. <laughs> and he says, it's great to see you enjoy the lobster. That's what happens. And then he moves on to the next guy. Um, the only thing that was different is it was uh, salmon. It was salmon. Yeah, it was salmon, yeah. Was I was going to say, you look good, man. Oh, thank you. You, you turned down. <laughs> you did turn down. You look like you had a nice Bob Kraft salmon. As he was telling you these the, secrets. I don't know. It was Frankfurt salmon. So uh, I didn't know where it was coming Which I, from. This is safe with you, right? I can tell you I'm going to fire the greatest coach since Paul Brown, right? <laughs> you just you just host a radio show. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel comfortable. There's something about you. That's my job is to make people feel comfortable so they reveal that they're going to fire a coach. No, but you did get a sense, though, that um, um, people were kind of miserable around that team. Yeah. Which is what you are when you're 2-7. Well, and seven. They, and, 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 and you named one hour, other franchise. Seven-hour fly, flights to go play football games. You know, when you're two and seven. So when are they going to give up trying to sell that game to Europe? Uh, what game are you talking about? Football. American about? football. They like it there, Bill. You should come. You should come and do. I've been uh, over to Europe. All they do is trash it. What do you American football? Yeah. And then they always go like, Roy, why you call football when you don't use your feet? <laughs> every single time. It's just like, do you really think you're the first ones that have yeah. ever said that? I love how people in England act like we're not related to them. We're like the, that, <laughs> that one-night stand kid that they, they, don't, they don't admit that they have. <laughs> it's like, we look like you guys. We sound like you guys, and we act like you guys. And they, they, try, to, they like try to act like they're European when they don't even want to be part of it. And then you go over there. like They act like they're so freaking smart. It's like, I'm not blown away by the intellect when I go to England, I'm like, these are the same meatheads I went to summer school with. They just have an accent. <laughs> right, let's get some fish and chips. <laughs> Bang on. That's old England and you're new. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. They're all walking around like they're wearing powdered wigs and they're in Parliament. Well, while you're on a roll, what do you think of the Michigan sign stealing stuff? It's just somebody over there pissed somebody off and they decided to go after them for what everybody is doing. Like every single college football game you watch people are covering their mouth yeah. like joe pesci and casino they're holding up a sign there's like a slice of pizza a picture of urkel and the sign for pie why do you think they're doing that and then also i'm so sick of them acting like like stealing signs isn't an incredible skill 
trying to figure out the labyrinth that they've created that maybe gives you an advantage on one or two plays. And I guess if it's a one-point game, you want to say that that was the play that did it. It's just like they're not over there going like, throw the ball to 22, and you're like not supposed to look at him. It's all disguised. And if somebody can figure that out, fine. But, you know, you do it to the level of the Astros where, like, people are wired up like they're trying to take down a mob family. That's, you know, by the way, you, that's why you know that that was true cheating is because they don't even bring it up. I was watching the World Series, and uh, what's his face? One of the ex-pitchers for the Braves uh-huh. is called, first of all, called the Astros a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Because in seven years they went, they they won one or two or whatever it was. In the first, the first World Series, he called it complicated. Their first championship was complicated. I was like, it was kind of cut and dry for me. <laughs> Did I miss something? That's when you know you cheated on a level that could actually yeah. mess with the integrity of the game. But if you get if you get going like with some ticky tack crap like Michigan, like this will follow them. And be like, oh, they're cheaters. They're this or that. They're not. They're not. Well, Harbaugh pissed somebody off. He definitely pissed and they just off. decided like you know what we're going to enforce this rule that we really don't enforce on everybody else. But 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 you know and you know we're on the same side of this one. I mean, some dude was buying tickets and putting phones in people's hands and saying, take video of their of their sideline and zoom in on their signs and using that to potentially detect. It wasn't like some sort of... Can I ask of, you a question? So, and, and so uh, that's not legal. That's not legal. Okay. But go ahead and ask me a question. All right, sir. well, here's my question. Like, and what, Okay, so now he zooms in on it, and then what do you see? The same slice of pizza... Urkel and like, how do you figure that? Maybe I'm too stupid to realize it. Maybe it's just right there. But when I look at it, I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. Neither do I. And that's why I went, wanted this thing to be fully investigated before they actually sat Harbaugh down for anything. Well, they're doing the Patriots thing right now. So what they're doing is they're going like, all right, we'll prove it in court. And, blah, 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 blah. and then they're not going to be able to do it. I don't think. I'm guessing. That's what happened yeah. with us. And then we beat him in court. And then they came up with another way. Well, we're a corporation. You're an employee. So you're suspended. So that's what they did. So. You're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to end up losing this. And it's just like, you know, this, it's just all goes down to your relationship with the higher part. Like the Indianapolis Colts, the level that they were cheating and that the way that they were allowed to cheat Mm. because they weren't pissing any, you know, Midwest people, they put the pants on one leg at a time, right? (laughs) And East Coast people were idiots. We walk around, we think everybody else is dumber than us. And then eventually you get some Midwest guy in there. It's like, I'm going to shut these east coast people up and then they come for you <laughs> with by the way an intercepted football that's the crazy part about that deflate gate and it goes back to the, they, it goes back earlier bill Polian didn't like how we were roughing up the receivers so he got the rules changed that's true yeah because yeah, ursa sat on the competition committee it was hilarious <laughs> yeah. it was like sopranos peyton manning throws four picks in the snow in new england and suddenly you can't touch receivers you guys Fantastic. All right. Let's no, that's what it did. They, then they, they, they took away our strength and tipped it in their favor. Hey, good on them. But then don't come back at us. And, and then you stole our offense and won a Super Bowl. Fantastic. I get it. This is big boy stuff. But don't come back and start crying. Bill Burr here on the Rich you know, I love That's like those, those Man, Trump I'm, guys. They're always going like, ah, oh, you snowflakes, F your feelings and all of that. And then yeah. you make fun of Trump. They're like, oh, my God, it's so disrespectful. I it's saw- like you're saying F Joe Biden. It's like you can't have it both ways. So that's my thing as a Pats fan, okay? Yes. It's just like if you're doing it too, quit your crying. Quit your crying. I mean, hey, you know. How's your, uh, how's your wife's uh, hands doing these days? Oh, they're fantastic. I love my wife. You know where you stand with her. Okay? The guy walked in the arena. Everybody cheered. She gave him the finger. Nobody got arrested. That's why this country's great. Everybody expressed themselves. Can we all be adults? I mean, I don't know about you, but I came there to go to the fights. I didn't know I was going to the Republican National Convention. My My favorite thing was when Trump was going, thank you. Thank you. You know what it reminded me of? When OJ got acquitted. Remember that? When he's going, thank you. Like, I can't believe I'm getting off of this. Thank you. Thank you. He's another guy. Donald Trump. He's getting the Michigan treatment. Do you know how many people you could accuse of that falsifying your assets for what they're really worth? Right. Like, how come they're not going after the banks? Well, I can just walk into a bank and be like, my house is worth $5 trillion. Can I have a $30 million loan? <laughs> okay. My only pushback on that story is you said your wife gave him the finger. It was more than one, I think I saw, right? 
It was dual. It was, it was dual. We'll have to go. Dual. We'll have to go to New York for the tape and take ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> After further review. No, I, 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 she's hilarious. I've, I've met your wife. She's awesome. Uh, at Bill Burr on Twitter, at Wilford Burr on Instagram. We're going to take a break. Come back. Show a clip of Old Dads available on Netflix, and then talk a little bit about that movie. And then obviously Leo. You play Leo um, in this coming up. Uh, pardon me. Play a turtle in Leo coming up on Netflix right here on The Rich Eisen Show in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bill Burr, the writer and director and one of the stars. Co-writer, of, co-writer. Oh, co-writer, pardon me, with, co-writer. Uh, ben Tischler. Okay, thank you. Want to make sure we get all that done? Yep. Uh, Old Dads, available on Netflix. Check it out. It's all loosely based mm-hmm. on, on uh, stuff. You know, it was, we're sort of like, you know, we're commenting on a lot of things subtly. Yes. <laughs> Cancel culture. And then, but we also did things where, like, I wanted to make sure in this movie, me and Ben, when we were writing it, it's like, I didn't want to make old people right or old people wrong, yeah. young people right, young people wrong. It's like, it's a little bit of both. There's a lot of old school stuff that still is good. There's a lot of old school stuff that was terrible. And then nowadays, there's a lot of young stuff that's good. And then there's stuff that's like an overcorrection. So I wanted people to be able to fast forward through the movie, look at my character, and at some point be like, I like this guy. Or like, man, why did he say that? Oh, this guy's like a jerk or whatever. And like, that's to me is a human being, which is why I just feel it's so stupid to try to sum somebody up in like, you know, one, you know, comment on social media or my favorite. They go back years and years. You said this 11 years ago. It's like, you had to go back 11 years? I've been a good guy for 11? That's that's a dynasty run right. of incredible behavior. <laughs> but you blow off the first 11 years, you find the my worst moment, and you're like, that's who you are as a person? I mean, within reason. If you the 11 years you, you wrote like ago, you wrote like I'm so psyched I finally joined the clan. Then obviously that's <laughs> that sticks. That would be yeah, that would stick. But yeah. I mean, if right. you do know, we had a little rough take <clears throat> on marriage or whatever. So um, no, but I found like you know that being a dad now, there's like I, I later in life I had a lot, enough time to kind of undo. And examine the stuff that was done to me, and I've been able to get rid of a lot of like the uh, the bad stuff. And um, you know, one of my favorite things about my kids is they're not afraid of me. They come home. I mean, it makes me me have to say things twice, but they know the tone the second time. But um, (laughs) but like you know, yeah, they I come home, they just like jump on me. They just you know, like I'm a trampoline to them, and I'm like this fun guy. 
And um, I really, I feel like it works out better in the house if the woman is more of the, you know, when the when the hard thing kind of has to happen, mm-hmm. it's just better with female energy, and then I'm just like the backup cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just, yeah. So you're you're saying Renee, your wife, is she's yeah. a, she's the Nia, disi- yes, oh, Nia. Nia, 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 Renee, yes, me. Nia. Okay. I, like she Nia, comes in. So, so she's the disciplinarian <clears throat> in the household. Is that what you're saying? I'm. I overcompensate for my childhood, so she has to kind of rein it in. So like okay. this morning, my son asked for pancakes. I made him pancakes. And then my daughter comes down afterwards and was like, Dad, why, why did you do that? I, I wanted a Dutch baby, which is like a German pancake. So I said, all right. So I got that going. So then my wife comes downstairs. She goes, like, a daughter hasn't eaten yet? And I pulled the Dutch baby out like we're at Denny's or something. And she's just going, this isn't how it's going down. <laughs> We're going to be late for school because I messed it up. I threw it off. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, so then, you know, my daughter is, my wife was given a rough time about sort of looked at me and I I had, I, you know, I back her up. Yeah, you Very, have to. You know. You got to. All right, so how, how uh, by the way, uh, uh, Bill Burr, old dads, co-wrote it, directed, stars in the movie, uh, crushed it, coming out of the With gate. With Bobby Cannavale. He's the best, man. Uh, 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 Bokeem. Woodbine. Woodbine. Katie Azelton. Uh, Jackie Tone. I know I'm going to forget somebody. Uh, um, um, uh, Rain Edwards. Mm-hmm. I went, there's one surprise Okay. In the end, I can't say who that Let's is. Let's not do that. And there's two two of them in there. Two of my favorite actors growing up that we got in there. And we just had um, Miles Robbins. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to so, name the whole cast. We had, we had a great time. Yeah. And it well, it definitely comes across. Yeah. And so um, what, why just you figured, how, how old are your kids? How old are they right now? Um, oh. Three and a half and going to be seven. Okay. You got to think about that for a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, was, time marches on. That was a very, that was a very Antonio Cromartie <laughs> moment right there, right? <laughs> no, it's just like every time you get him used to them being an age, all of a sudden it comes it's around crazy. again. Okay. So that, so you just decided, hey, I got this part of my life. I want to get this stuff off my chest. Sit down, write about it. No, it, it was or... an idea that I had, and I brought it up to Ben Tischler, mm-hmm. and Ben's like, we should write this. Okay. And I said, fine. Now, me, I would have stuck with it for three days. Mm-hmm. But Ben has a work ethic, so he kept showing up. <laughs> so he's the real re- he's the Dude. reason why the thing got made. He's the reason why Bobby Cannavale ended up being in it, because he was working on another project. And we just kept hanging in there, hanging in. But we've got to make a decision. We've got to make a decision. We're, we're running out of time. And I finally just said, listen, man, we're not going to get this guy. And Ben was like, no, the hell with that. We're getting this guy. And then we figured out something. It was so stupid. All I had to do was just call him directly. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I had to have um, Bill Block, mm-hmm. who was with uh, Miramax at the time, call him. And then make they were happen. like, all right, cool. And then it happened. Any Jets-Patriots conversations between the two of you on the set? Anything like oh that? no, we had we yeah. had uh, no. He's not going to bring up Jets. He's going to. He brought up uh, Bobby wanted to win. Man, he brought up the Yankees. Okay, <laughs> he's one of the rare. There's very rare Yankees Jets. I'm. You're looking at another. Yeah, right here because you know because of a men of a certain age, I guess, an mm-hmm. old dad. Uh, back in the day in New York, you used to root for the same t- teams that played in the same stadium: Mets, Jets. Giants, Yankees, that's the way it Right, so how did go. you go Giants, Jets? Because like, my, my brother was a Met Jet. He's two years older than me. I was a smart enough guy to realize when Catfish Hunter and Reggie Jackson came to town, maybe I should hop on that bandwagon. There the you Mets go. suck. Is what Classic I, I, is New a York. Young Classic seven-year-old New York kid. fan, no loyalty, young man. <laughs> split naces, no, 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 and I, every it's split naces at the blackjack table. Every, every, which one, Mets, Jets? No, you guys don't like no, that. I, I, was a, uh, I was a precocious young man. Who realized if I wanted some championships, I had to hop off the Mets bandwagon. You know what? You chose happiness. I did, and I'm happy for you. I appreciate that. You man. know, so yeah. Because I always said you can tell just walking down the street, you can tell a G- Giants Yankees fans versus Mets Jets. It's all in the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, Giants Yankee fans. I mean, they're walking down that shit. They kind of have like that. There really is two New Yorkers. Right. There really is. <laughs> there's that guy down there on Wall Street crushing it. And then there's that sad sack at Tad Stakes with the beat up Mets hat. I mean, it's just, you know, it's funny. I did uh, when I when I was doing efforts for family. Yes. With the great Mike Price from uh, from uh, uh, The Simpsons. Yeah. He used to have, you buy a brand new Mets hat every year. And every, right around the second week of April, when he would come, you'd always be excited. Right around the second week of April, he'd walk in his office. He had a glass office. We would all watch and just see him. He'd take the hat off and he'd just 
And and he's such he's the greatest, most big hearted guy ever. And he would come out Mm. and we would just be like, They lost again. It's like, yeah, you know, they just they just (laughs) Yeah. I mean you could say the Met fans are like John Stewart, he's a diehard Met fan, Seinfeld. You know, they're they're all Met fans. By the way, the greatest clip and every time I watch it is Mm -hmm. is that one when the Mets manager comes out, you gotta give us a shot. Who's you got to give us a oh, shot, yeah. Tommy. my favorite thing. Terry, 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 yeah, Terry Collins. Collins. Yeah. My favorite thing is the umpire. He's like, Tommy, listen to me so I can hear what I'm saying. <laughs> did, you, did you ever Jackpot. see, have you seen the, uh, it's on YouTube, uh, Earl Weaver getting ejected? Uh, which one? Uh, the one where, it, it was funny. Uh, the, I've won the, more than the, I lost? The ump, yes. Yes. Oh. And he goes, you, he tells the, uh, the umpire who's ejected him on the top of the first. You could see in the mm-hmm. back, the, the background, it's at <laughs> 732 at night. Like literally he got yeah. ejected him an out into the game over a balk. <laughs> And, right. and and the umpires wired for sound for I think like inside edition or something like that. That's something, the backstory. Man, that's 40 years Bill ago. Holler's the name of the umpire. Yeah. And 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 he turns the he turns to the umpire. He goes, "You just watch five years from now, I'll be in the Hall of Fame." And the umpire goes, "For what, Earl? For effing up World Series? Yeah. No way going to the Hall of Fame? Just I, that. he goes, "Hey, I've won more than I lost." He goes, "No, yeah, I meant games." <laughs> My favorite thing that he says, he goes, "You came here for one reason and it's one reason us. only." And he goes, "And what is that, Earl?" He goes, "To f us." Like he came to Baltimore. It's like you know what? I wasn't supposed to ump this game, but I am coming here specifically that's to it. take out Earl Weaver. You probably believed it. You know, my gosh, that's oh, so yeah. funny. They, they don't make them like that anymore. Leo, available for streaming next week, uh, Tuesday, November 21st uh, on Netflix, available right here on Roku. You play Squirtle the Turtle. Yes, I do. And uh, Well, they looked at my head and they said, this guy can play a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and Sandler's in it as well. And you got, yeah, so are you singing in this? Do you sing in this? Uh, no, not that I recall. I don't think okay. I ever sang it. Because this is a musical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, but it is a comedy, so I mean, okay. if they they so you do that part. Well, yeah, if I that, that okay. would have been made it even funnier. If, listen to me try and sing, dude. You must be psyched. Your kids, seven and a half and three. This mm-hmm. is they're going to be fired up to see this. Uh, have they seen yeah. it yet? No, they haven't. There's, okay. uh, are you going to tell them that you're the turtle, or are you just going to pop it on for them? I don't. know. I think it might be weird. What, just to not tell Because it's just dad's voice coming out of a turtle, so they'll just be like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to, like, ruin that, like, that okay. thing. Oh, yeah, there, there's the man right yeah. there. That's that right there. That guy is the, just, he's the greatest. He is. He is the greatest. He's just the nicest, coolest guy ever that's uh, done $20 zillion in box office. I met, I, I, <laughs> I met him um, at Yankee Stadium when I was on SportsCenter, 20, jeez. It was when the Yankees were going on their run. It might have been like the 98 World Series or whatever. And um, he stopped for absolutely every single person that came and asked him for a picture and an autograph. And this was back in the day before cell phones. There was like actual like cameras and people had a, you know, oh, yeah. uh, you know, focus and, and, you know, ask people for everybody asked him. For, he, said, he said yes to everybody. Yeah. Every last human being. He's a good dude. Yeah, and he's, he's still dude. doing that, so it wasn't right. an act. So this is fun for you, I imagine, right? You yeah, no, it was, a, uh, it was a great time, and it was also something that was, um, you know, uh, you know, Robert Smigel was on it, so we, we did a lot of it through, like, they would zoom in. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was during the pandemic or not. These animated things take a while, but, right. like, uh, it just kept getting funnier and funnier and just watching it, like, slowly coming together. Okay. And... Um, you know, because that's like the big thing, like, what is the animation going to look like? Mm-hmm. And uh, which I think is so huge. And then when, you know, they're just like sketches at first. And when it finally came together, I was like, oh, man, this looks like it's going to be great. Yeah. So I haven't I've yet to seen it yet to see it. Yeah. But um, oh, great. It, it's uh, yeah, I, we got the premiere on Sunday. So I'm going to go to that. Oh, fantastic. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, good. I'm psyched. Fantastic. Uh, and by the way, I had a great time at the UFC. The fights were unbelievable. They were. Yeah. Okay. And thank you to Dana. He hooked me up with the with the tickets. What did like, you What did you like about it? This is two, I just two ninety five. You know right? It's, it's different. Home, right. Two ninety five. When you sit that close and you just sit the same angle, it's different than them jumping all around with the edit and stuff. There mm-hmm. was just something like it was like a. This is like a fight. These guys are fighting. These women are fighting like right in front of us, and you could see like adjustments because you were so close, and it just seemed like. One fighter would just figure the other one out a split second earlier because they were very evenly matched. 
that night and with the kids. I don't know anybody's name, but it was just like that level of like athlete and then just the guts that it takes to walk into an arena shirtless to go <laughs> just fight another guy that's one of the greatest fighters and athletes. And then it was fun, you know, Joe Rogan is an old friend of mine, and it was just really fun watching him. You know, every once in a while, they'd be like a big hit, you know, and I would look over to see if he's doing I love when Joe does that. Oh, he does yeah, that yeah, right, thing. Right. And then watching him, like, dude, like, it's a, it's not a short walk for him to go all the way around, to go up there, and be having to be thinking, like, I guess in that short walk, he thinks of, like, all the questions he's going to ask. Because yeah, right. it's all, like, improv and stuff, and he's so good at it, and obviously knowledgeable with his background of fighting. Um, <clears throat> that was another thing. It was like... It reminded me back in the day being a huge fan of Letterman and going to a taping of it mm-hmm. and then being blown away by like, oh, my God, like like the desk is right there. I, I thought right. this place was like so much bigger and seeing in between the commercials what happens, listening to the band. It was the same thing to sit that close and like just those little things. Just, oh, Joe gets, oh, that's when Joe gets up and then he goes around there. I was like, I was sort of geeking out about the whole thing. 295 UFC in Madison Square Garden where you crushed it as well. You're the best, man. I I love when you come in here and you crack me up and you always get. An and then I'm a Michigan fan. That, no, that, that, helps. That, well, that helps. That helps. Well, that, that offsets the uh, the New England aspect of it. But I married a New England family. It's okay. I'm married into a family of massholes. That's for sure. Oh, that's all right. What? So it's you're okay. a, you're a Jets fan, huh? I am. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I knew the Patriots weren't going to be that competitive this year. And, oh, this was and, a kick in. And, this was a kick in the nards. And total kick. Aaron Rodgers. Going up again, because it was sort of a foregone conclusion that the Bills were going to win it, and can yeah. they finally get past the Chiefs? And I was so looking forward to, like, all football got cheated, that yeah. unlucky injury. So I'm hoping that Aaron Rodgers comes back. Uh, he may. Better than ever. He may. No, he's definitely coming back. But well, I'm, I mean, I, this I, but, year is what I'm talking about. It's entirely possible he comes back this year, which would be insane. You know, Jerry Rice heard. did it like 20-something years ago. Um, so maybe, I don't know. Don't you knows? just go to Germany and they like spin your, <laughs> spin your blood and they get like a cadaver? I Again, I just came back from Germany. I didn't see that. There's just That's a lot of why you look so good. Ah, you got your blood spun right. over there. Look at me and my platelets. <laughs> Shining with Bill Burr. Good to see you, man. Thanks for great coming. Great seeing you, too. Thank you so much. The great Bill Burr. Everyone check out right here on Roku, because you can get Netflix right here on Roku. Old Dad's available now. And Leo available next Tuesday in time for Thanksgiving. We're back with Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show and thrilled to have here right now getting ready to take on the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. Truly one of the best in the National Football League. Certainly had his position as well. The great Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs. How are you, Chris? Rich, I'm doing fine. I appreciate the nice words. Uh, true story. Not, uh, not a single word that I said is uh, incorrect or, uh, or a lie. Uh, last time I saw you was just real quick. In uh, in Germany, as you were getting ready for your press conferences there in Frankfurt, did you did you get out and about at all? 
in Germany? Yeah, I have sport a little bit. Um, you know, we got in on like a Friday. We had practice. Yeah. Um, and I was able to go out and eat at this Asian cuisine. Okay. Uh, What'd you have? It was pretty interesting. What'd you um, have? I took out the D-line. We had like a buffet. Um, <laughs> the manager treated yes. us well. <laughs> well. Hold on a second. What does a German buffet for the defensive line Oof. of the Kansas City wow. Chiefs look like? Please I paint the word picture for me, Chris. What was it? Okay. We ordered the the duck. Okay. The pecky duck. Okay. Um, with the wraps and everything, it was pretty good. Okay, we had three steaks, three different steaks, like a ribeye, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, something else. Okay, um, we ordered pot stickers, we ordered like three dozen, I mean, three dozen of pot stickers. We ordered, <laughs> yeah, we we ordered a bunch, man. It came out to like $1,700 worth of food. Ooh, that's well, that that's uh, that's that, that sounds pretty affordable. How many people? How many people? How many guys? Like five. All right. Pretty good. That's not bad. bad. And you. That's not bad. No, not not at all. And you picked up the whole check, Chris. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about making a rookie pay. I thought about making a rookie pay. Okay. Understood. Back here on the Rich Eisen show, Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) joining us here on the program. And so what was what was your sense of the crowd? in frankfurt did you you hear him singing and chanting and stuff like that while you're playing the game against oh, the dolphins amazing, yeah. it's just the only thing they was cheering for everybody um offense defense miami score they cheering for miami <laughs> miami defense they cheering for miami so at one point i didn't know um <laughs> who was representing who right it was just the fans was there to cheer um it was fun though amazing atmosphere the um, the stadium um, closed for us. Unfortunately, I wanted that open. Mm-hmm. They got a huge jumbotron coming now, so it's like usually when you play in a in a in a regular American football game, the jumbotron is like north and south. Yeah, up there it's like the NBA arena. It's like up top, so that was kind of different. But overall, it was a great experience. Yeah, sure was. And and so um, the word that we were hearing leading into that uh, game, Chris, because you had just um, come off of a rare division loss, certainly against Denver at Denver, is that Andy Reid kind of, you know, gave everyone a little piece of his mind earlier in that week, set the tone, and you guys um, were treating that coming off of, you know, a loss like you you came off of one of the worst losses you've ever had in Kansas City, and you treated this game as a, the ultimate get right. Is that an accurate assessment of how you walked into that game against the Dolphins? Chris? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, I think we had beat the um, beat the Broncos like 15 times in a row, and um, haven't lost to them. And the way we lost to them with multiple turnovers, and they was able to get a couple first down on us on the ground, uh, running the ball. Um, for us, you know, we take pride in stopping that. We take pride in getting our offense the ball back, and our offense, you know, um, we couldn't we we couldn't get it going. And so I think it was an overall loss on both ends, and we both felt it. So this game we was coming out, my frame was we got to get back on track. We got to get back to Kansas City football. So, you know, going into Miami, we, we knew it was a number one offense. We heard all, all year about how we're going to stop the number one offense, and we was, was just going to play physical and um, get back to Kansas City Chiefs football. It certainly looks like, Chris, you're, this is the best defense Kansas City's had in quite some time, and certainly since you've gotten there. Would you agree with that? Yeah, so far so good. You know, there's still eight more games left in the season. I don't want to jinx us, you know, by two not horns so early. But so far so good. Um, in the first eight games, it's the best uh, I played in. Um, and I've been with some great players. I got to play with Eric Berry, Justin Houston, Bob Sutton, D.C. And um, ever since Spad's been here, you know, I think this is the most complete defense I've been a part of. So what what does he do? What's, what's his special sauce that um, you guys clearly – are are buying what he's selling, Chris? Well, the the main difference what people don't know is Spag's wife moved to Kansas City, and that changed the whole game for us. Um, she haven't been living in Kansas City, and this is her first year living in Kansas City, and huh. that must change. Yeah. What do you mean by that? How do you mean? Just because he's personally, you know, happier, more focused. Not he doesn't he's have a split happier. family. You, you know, he has his family here. He has his wife here. Uh, 
and, and you know, when, when you have your significant other around you, it just makes you a better person, honestly. And I think that's what she being here has done for him and has done for us. How about that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the personal means all the difference, you know, when you're talking about it means all the difference, man. Yeah, it sure does. And then you, are you playing at the, like how, how much better can you get? It seems like you're. I think I can get a lot, a lot better. Like man. what? Um, you know, come on. Like what can you get better at, Chris Jones? Like we what? can get more sacks, man. Fuck, we can get more <laughs> TFLs. Uh, we can find ways to, you know, get me more one on ones, man. Uh, but I understand it. We got guys around me like George Kaloftis and Mike Dana having career years so far. So you know, with those guys doing so well, you know, um, it's eventually going to lighten it up for me. Well, actually, here's here's how you can get better, uh, if you don't mind me pointing it out. Uh, you can Please. you know you can sack a quarterback, rip the ball out of his hands in the process, and sack him and not get called for roughing the passer because you you, oh you have God. no you don't use any of your arms uh, to get down on the ground. You know I mean may, maybe there's that 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 play last year and again you know um, you know my voice was on the uh, roughing the passer video that got uh, sent around last week um, as I voiced over that that was one of the most incredible. Um, athletic plays I've ever seen that was on Derek Carr last year, and you got called for roughing. Did what? How do you not get called for another fifteen-yard penalty? <laughs> Arguing that, Chris, how does that well, happen? Well, listen, man, I've been I've been voicing my opinion about this roughing the passer for the longest. I definitely think it's something that the NFL PA should look into bringing replay into it. Because plays like that happen so fast, and the referee is like, they got to make uh, decisions on a split second. You know, they don't have time to uh, dissect whether he put both hands down or did his body land on it. So they're basically making a decision off the eye. And sometimes it can be misconstrued. You know what I mean? And the next week following, Grady Jarrett sacked Tom Brady and landed on his back. Grady Jerry landed on his back. It was called for roughing the passer. And that's why I feel like a replay should be initiated on roughing the passer calls. Chris, because now, you know, yeah, they're throwing players out of games for that. So Yeah, that, that, that I, I hear you. Chris Jones here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What What is the meaning of this um, Super Bowl rematch, Chris? How are you viewing this Monday night matchup against Philadelphia? It's important. I think this is the best team in the NFL right now. They got the best overall um, offense and defense, complete team, when you look at it pound for pound. Um, and this is be a test for us. You know, um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, I know this is a great team, so it's always good to get that competitive spirit, but it's also Monday night football, man. Monday night football in the Arrowhead, which is special to me. So the Super Bowl means nothing in terms of the rematch? Want to make sure they... They understand that you have uh, dominance over them or the the penalty at the end of the game last year that a lot of Philadelphia fans are still talking about didn't mean a difference, Chris? Anything oh, like we that? We already won the Super Bowl, man. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we already won for them. But um, mm -hmm. I think this is a completely different team for them, um, which gives us a challenge. Um, they got a completely different roster. I think they're even better than they were last year. So uh, I'm looking forward to for it to be a competitive competitive game you know the brotherly shove is coming in your direction chris right you know that right yeah it is it is okay. um they just asked me about that how i'm gonna stop it they haven't been stopped all year um but we got a plan for it we got a plan for it we're gonna watch a few rugby games and uh i got a rugby friend i can't disclose his name but i got a rugby friend who's been telling me a few little pointers on what i can do to stop this it is a fascinating. You're not joking, right? Because th this is. No, a, I'm not joking. This is a I'm rugby play. It is a rugby play. It looks like rugby Correct. out there. It is. So it you. Is a rugby play. So you have reached out to people who are experts on that subject matter, on how to potentially defend this seemingly unstoppable play. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Um, the only people who have stopped it was a few games back, Washington Redskins, when it was in the red zone, and mm -hmm. Justin. And uh, um, fumbling, the, fumbling the ball. Mm -hmm. So that's the only time it's actually been stop, stop. But I done reached out to a couple of rugby guys, and we got some little pointers on some small, detailed things that we can do to affect that play.
Because, you know, I mean, rugby scrums are, are known for a lot of things can happen in those piles. You're not talking about that, Chris, right? You're not talking about that in the rugby pile? No, I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> the scrum. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, have you met uh, Taylor Swift yet, Chris? Has that happened? I haven't, man. I haven't. Um, first time she came, she invited us all to dinner, but I was so tired. It was like my second game back, and I was like, I'm exhausted. <gasps> you know, I'm exhausted. I went home and got in bed. But um, okay, I think when she comes this Monday, we're going to all go out, so I'm looking forward so, to it. Okay, so um, you were invited to a dinner, right, after a game uh -huh. by Taylor Swift, you know, and, well, and by Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey invited a, right. a bunch of guys. Well, off but the you team. know, okay, and and you said no, you turned that down, Chris. No, I didn't turn it down. I was just too tired to go. Okay, all right. Uh, that sounds right. like turning it down. Yeah, it sounds like I mean, oh, like it's a, my yes, God, no, don't you dare yeah. do that. No, no, no. <laughs> don't y'all do that to me. No, it's kind of like a yes or no uh, equation. You know, what I mean, like you're saying, there's a gray area here of being just too tired. You know. Listen, How I'm. About, a, I'm, I'm I'm part Swifty, okay? I support the Swifties, too. Okay, so what song, like, what's your favorite song? You got a favorite song um, on that? I've been listening to this song, um, Hey, It's Me, I'm the One, It's Me. Right. And okay, fantastic. It's Me, I'm um, the One, It's Me, it's yep. T, I'm well, the One. Karma, Karma's a guy on the Chiefs. That's the one. You could just say Karma from now on. That, that's an Ooh, easy one. Yeah, I've seen that. Karma. Things <laughs> are heating up between them, huh? That, I well, like it. And maybe... Just maybe that's why you turned down or, or hold on a minute, went to sleep, turned in. How about that? You didn't turn down, you turned in. Turned in, I okay. like that. I right. turned in. You didn't turn down, you turned in. It's because you knew this was true love and there'd be more opportunities that she'd be back. Absolutely, how about that? Man. I knew she would be back. Travis Kelsey, he's a lovable guy. I knew his swifty moves was going to get her to come back. Chris, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. Love watching you play football. And I, uh, I hope to see you again soon. Thanks again. Rich, it's always a pleasure. And Rick Buckholder told me to tell you hello. I tell him I tell him I said hello back. I saw him in Germany as well. You take care of yourself, yes, Chris. Sir. You got I it. Definitely will. The great Bye. Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs getting set to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Reaching out to some rugby experts. Interesting. That's a rugby play. They Did you see his face when you said he got buried? It was. I'm like, pretty, you're not joking, right? Joking uh, interview, and, and he got dead serious. I know. Like, not yeah. joking. They've got a plan. Let's see. Chris Jones. I mean, they've run it against Aaron Donald, too. I mean, these are these are the best of Rich. the best of the best. Understood. Great interview. That's a nice football headline. Top of the fold headline from this interview. Chris Jones turned down turned the in. chance. Turned in. To go to dinner with Kelsey and That's Taylor Swift. And as, as listen, as, uh, as, uh, as I'm defending Chris Jones here, um, he turned in, not down. And he knew. True love. Conquers all. Yeah, I'll get to the next shot. one. I'll, I'll get to the next one. That was a fun hour with Bill Burr and Chris Jones as I'm sitting right here at the Rich Eisen Show desk. Furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. That was fun. The director, the famed director of Olympic opening ceremonies and Oscars and Super Bowl halftimes, Don Misher, is going to be in studio next. He's got a new book called 10 Seconds to Air. You want to know the backstory of Prince? Yeah. You want to know the backstory of Michael <laughs> sure Jackson? Not the, not not Oleg Mike, not Oleg's story of Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Irvin's story of Michael Jackson sneaking out of the Super Bowl halftime locker room right. to check him out. I need to know these things. That's coming up. And Muhammad Ali's torch lighting in Atlanta. That's Whoa, all coming up. That's my idol right there. So That I mean, is it. The Prince was raining at that Super Bowl. I remember. Colts, Bears. And there was no, there's no cover at uh, Joe Robbie. There's like I think I think there may be one section that overhangs over the other, and I remember I watched some very wealthy television executives coming in after halftime, drenched, like total, total drenched. Is basically what I'm saying. Is I've that the one it. Del Tufo mixed? Did he mix it? Should we ask Don Misher about it? Well, he he's didn't, not here. He wow. didn't mix anything. <laughs> okay. Should we ask Don Misher about Mike? D Let me hold a minute. Let me see. Is there an index? Do they overlap? <laughs> is there an index oh, in this please book? Please tell me there's a Del Tufo chapter. Uh, let me see. There's an index. Oh. Uh, Sting is in the index. Uh, Taylor, comma James. Here we go. Petty, comma Tom. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Powell, comma 
Colin. Okay. Obama, comma, Barack. Yep. Heard of him. How about this one? Oswald, comma, Lee Harvey. Oh, whoa. I don't know what whoa. that's about. Whoa. Perry, comma, Katie. Let's see. Del Tufo. Here we go. Is there a Del Tufo, comma, Michael? <laughs> um, there's a Denver, comma, John. Ooh. Rocky Mountain. Huh? And a Davis, comma, Sammy Jr. Hey now. Yeah, but there man. is no ah. Del Tufo, comma, Michael. have everything ready. Too bad. Come on. <laughs> this is going to be fun.